0: Yeah. yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. All right, all uh, right. So today we have Curry Padgick from Padgick and Law Firm in Jacksonville, also the current president of the FJA, Florida Justice Association. A lot of people think it's a personal injury lawyer association, but it's really a consumer advocacy group. Can you just explain briefly to viewers what the FJA is?
1: The Florida Justice Association is committed to the protection of the rights of Floridians, protecting our rights to access to courts and trial by jury. Without these rights, the government can run roughshod over the people of the state of Florida. These are rights we've had since we became a country under the Declaration of Independence and then the Bill of Rights. We're protecting the rights of Floridians against big insurance and government coming to take your rights. That's what the FJA does every day.
0: Cool. And you gave a really passionate plea in the um, committee meeting that I saw. uh, It happened last week, I think. Uh, You talked a lot about the Seventh Amendment. Can you explain to the viewers what the Seventh Amendment is, how it started, why it started, and why it's so important for us?
1: Yes. In 1776, our forefathers revolted from England, and they enumerated the reasons for revolting from England in what is known as the Declaration of Independence. You've heard of it. If you ever read the Declaration of Independence, one of the enumerated reasons we revolted against King George III was because he took away our rights to trial by jury. You see, King George III did not like what the colonists' juries were doing in 1776, because they were ruling against his rich and powerful friends in the colonies. They were ruling against his government. So what he did is he said, Ah, they don't need that right, and he took it away from them, and he appointed his judges, his magistrates, to make all decisions for the people. You see, the right to trial by jury is a right we've had since the year 1215, when of the fields of Runnymede. King John was forced to sign the Magna Carta. You've heard of it. The Magna Carta is what gave us the right to trial by jury, and it is a right we had, had and held sacrosanct for centuries. And in 1776, when King George III took it away from us, our forefathers were outraged and they revolted. James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington laid it all on the line for that right because they knew that the trial by jury was the greatest bulwark against tyranny of the government. They risked it all. If we had lost the Revolutionary War, they would have been drawn, quartered, tarred, feathered, and ex- executed, and their families were thrown in prison because they believed in the right to trial by a jury, because a trial by a jury guarantees everybody has equal standing before the law. If it's a trial by the king's judge, who's going to have a more fair shake, the lord of the manor or the peasant of the field? It's going to be unequal. So if you have the jury, it's equal, all equal before the law. So our forefathers, they fought, they bled, they died, we won. We became a country. But our forefathers knew what was in the heart of man. They knew that they would try to take that right from us again, the rich and the powerful. So they, what they did is they created the Bill of Rights. You've heard of it. It's the top ten, and there is no stepchild in the Bill of Rights. First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. The, the government can never tell you what God to worship. Second Amendment, right to bear arms. The government cannot take our guns from us the Seventh Amendment to the United States Constitution guarantees the right to trial by jury. Not trial by king, not trial by government, but by jury. Where all are equal before the law. They knew the rich and the powerful would try to take this right from us again. So they guaranteed it in the Bill of Rights. And today, under this bill, they're trying to take that right from us again because James Madison, Thomas Jefferson and our forefathers knew the rich and powerful would. and the insurance industry is coming for your rights today and once they take away your right to trial by a jury what's next you know what insurance companies really hate they hate guns why? because guns result in claims they don't stop they will keep coming you feed the beast, the beast will come for more and we've got to stop them here the Seventh Amendment is the foundation of everything we have in this country. And it's something we fought and bled and died for from the inception of our nation. And we can't let them take it away from us today.
0: So so the Seventh the Seventh Amendment. Oh, crap. We got you. We get you coffee now. <laughs> now you. you can have your
1: coffee.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Um, so the Seventh Amendment is here to per- make an equal playing field <laughs> for everyone. <clears throat> Seventh Amendment here to make an equal playing field for everyone, rich, poor. um, They can afford lawyers. They can't afford lawyers. um, And the government right now is trying to take it away with House Bill 837. Yes. What's the worst part specifically about 837? If you could give us one or two reasons. I know there's a bunch. If you can give us one or two reasons for the average Florida consumer to watch and say, wait, they want to do what to me?
1: There are two, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) major portions of this bill that are bad for business, it makes our state more dangerous, and it's bad for you and your family. I'll start with the first one. It's called bad faith. In the state of Florida, we've had a law since the 1920s and 30s that guarantees that insurance companies must treat you with good faith. And if they don't, they're responsible for the harm they cause. What does that mean? Let's say you own a plumbing company. And your plumber's out there on the road driving to a job, and he has spills coffee in his lap. He doesn't mean to do it, but his natural reaction is to ah oh, try to get his coffee off his lap. And he runs off the road over the curb onto the sidewalk and hits Billy walking to school. Billy's paralyzed. You and your plumbing company have bought insurance just in case something like this ever happened. To protect yourself, because you're a good company, you want to protect yourself, and you expect your insurance company to protect you if something like this happens. Are you responsible and accountable for the harm? Yes, you are, because we believe in responsibility and accountability in Florida. Do we believe in life? You're darn right. We believe in life in Florida. The insurance company today, if they are offered, if Billy's mom comes to the insurance company and we say they, she says. We know Sal's Plumbing didn't mean to do this. That's why they have insurance. If you will pay Sal's Plumbing's $500,000 policy limits, I'll release you from all future liability because Billy needs medical care now. If State Farm says, you know what, Billy wasn't wearing a retroreflective vest and he may have been walking too close to the road, we'll offer you $450,000. Billy's mom goes and gets a lawyer. Why? Because now she needs someone to take care of her son. She goes and gets a judgment of $10 million because that's what it takes to take care of a paralyzed child at the very least. And now you, Sal's Plumbing, the company are on the hook for $9,500,000 over the limits. You are outraged because now they might could take your business. Why didn't State Farm settle that case when they could and should have? They should have. And today, under our laws, State Farm's on the hook. South Plumbing can sue State Farm, and South Plumbing doesn't go bankrupt because they have a duty of good faith to Florida businesses. If this bill passes, State Farm gets a get-out-of-jail-free card, and they get to get in their private jet with their shiny shoes and their silk suit and fly back up to Illinois with all the profits and leave the plumbing company holding the bag for their failure to settle the case when they could and should have. And that's wrong. Mm -hmm. That's a law that was created by our Supreme Court in the 1920s and 30s, the duty of good faith, to treat you with good faith and fair dealing, to settle the case when they could and should have. It wasn't exactly a bunch of screaming liberals in the 1920s in Florida Supreme Court. These were old, retired defense railroad lawyers from the country. And they knew what insurance companies were coming to Florida and doing. They were taking people's rights from them they said we're going to stop it and they gave them a right to be treated with good faith by their insurance company so that the plumber and the farmer and the nursemaid and, and the mill worker have rights to sue their insurance company when the insurance company does them wrong. That's the first thing. They want to give the insurance company a get-out-of-jail-free card so that if they pay their limit within the first 90 days of the, of the woman, Billy's mom having to sue, they get, to get out of jail free and Saddles Plumbing is still on the hook. That's wrong. This is greedy insurance companies coming to take your rights to hold them accountable and responsible away, And that's just the number one. Okay.
0: So, that's number one. Number two, you talked about uh, these billion-dollar private jet, shiny suit people coming mm-hmm. out from out of state, coming to Florida, making money off of Floridians. Yes. Uh, can you talk about attorney's fees and why that started? Because that that's important to me. Um, I see it on a daily basis, big insurance companies, David versus Goliath, guy buys a insurance policy, expects him to cover, let's say, their property damage to their car. I'm representing a lady right now, her auto insurance company, um, forget which one, I think it's Infinity, Infinity Auto Insurance Company refused to pay this woman's car repair, to repair her car. She has collision coverage. They refused to pay. I had to send them a letter. I had to sue them. And then they immediately get on the phone, hey, we'll pay, but they want to pay pennies. So, then we said, no, we went to court, we took them to court, and all of a sudden, now they want to pay the full value of her car. This is a woman who has two jobs. She has uh, a history of cancer in her family. She's not wealthy, and she needs her car to get around. So, we sued, and they're paying our attorney's fees, and we're taking a huge discount to help this lady. This isn't our normal practice, what we do, but uh, in this particular instance, I felt moved, compelled to help this lady. Mm -hmm. Now, You're telling me that the House Bill 837, David versus Goliath, that lady, David, is going to have to pay my fees separate. That's right. Can you talk about that? In
1: 1893, the Florida legislature saw what insurance companies were doing in the state of Florida. They saw that insurance companies were coming into Florida and writing policies and then failing to honor their policies. They would write a life insurance policy to Farmer Jones, and Farmer Jones would die, and Widow Jones would say, hey, New York Life, pay me my insurance policy of $100,000 or 10000 probably 10000 back in those days. And New York Life would say, you know what, Widow Jones? Sue us, or we'll pay you 5000 Widow Jones couldn't afford to hire a lawyer or even find a lawyer in the backwoods of Florida in the 1890s. And the legislature was angry with how insurance companies were coming into Florida and robbing us of the contracts they were supposed to honor. So they created a consequence. They put a sling and a stone in the hands of David so that he could fight against Goliath and New York likes lives from coming up north and down into our state. And in 1893, our legislature passed a law that said, if an insurance company wrongfully denies, wrongfully denies your benefits, and you have to sue them and win in a court of law, then the insurance company has to pay your attorney's fees. That puts a sling and a stone in, Goliath's hand to f- in David's hand to fight against Goliath. And that leveled the playing field, at least somewhat. And that's been the law for 130 years in Florida. And now, with a wave of the magic pin, the insurance industry wants to strip that right from you today. They want to take it away. So your client, who, uh, say, a limb fell on our car, a tree, it happens all the time to us in Florida. Limbs fall on cars. And you have an insurance policy with infinity for $10,000 to fix your car. Today, under the law, if they fail to do it and you have to hire Abe, to prosecute the case, then you get the $10,000 to fix your car, and they have to pay attorney's fees on top of that. The insurance company does because they wrongfully denied a claim. They want a handout from the legislature. They want to take away from you your right to hold them accountable and responsible. And this bill would eliminate, eliminate their liability for attorney's fees when they have wrongfully denied your your benefits under your policy. So, your situation, I don't know what's your name, First name, Anna Beatrice, Anna Beatrice, Anna Beatrice, who
0: doesn't speak English, by the way, (laughs) who's fighting a a billion dollar insurance company with my help,
1: fighting a billion dollar insurance company. Mm -hmm. And you're standing in the breach for her. Mm -hmm. That ten thousand dollar policy to hire you. If this law passes, she would have to pay you out of that ten thousand dollar policy. Mm hmm. And she would never get to fix her car. And Infinity knows that. That's why they want to take away this right to attorney's fees, because no one will be able to afford a lawyer and they can screw the little guy over and over and over again. And where does that money go? It goes in their little satchel case when they get on their private jets and fly back to New York City with all their money. And who's left holding the bag in Florida? You.
0: What do we get out of this? What do we get out of this? I'm giving up my rights. Seventh Amendment right. Right. Just like the Second Amendment. Right. Don't touch my guns. Seventh Amendment. What are we getting out of this? Who's profiting?
1: The insurance companies. No one else. Nobody else. The insurance companies. They are coming on to Florida to take our rights away. The big, rich, global insurance companies. You would have been shocked at the hearing, Abe, mm-hmm. at the hearing before I testified on this past Friday State Farm got up, their lobbyists, and he said, I am from State Farm, the biggest global insurance company in the world. Hmm. And this is a great bill. We need to pass this bill. Why? Because they want to come in on Florida, suck up the profits, take our rights, and head back up to Illinois with that money.
0: With Lori Lightfoot up there in Chicago. There you go. <laughs>
1: They, Let, they got their globalist agenda, my friend, and yeah. they're coming for your rights and we have to stop them. We have to stop them now.
0: So so I'm a Republican. Globalism, not really on the whole Republican Party ticket. Why aren't Republicans up in arms against this? And why are there Republicans in the House and the Senate who are promoting this? How do, how do they wake up, get out of bed and say, hey, I'm pushing forward this globalist agenda here with these. Uh, ESG woke insurance companies, right? Uh, every every insurance company, Geico, Progressive, State Farm, they all have these. Uh, what's that called? Diversity, uh, D-N-I, equality.
1: D-N-I, yeah, D-N-I, ESG. Yeah.
0: yeah, equality and uh, diversity teams and all this stuff. Why? Why? Why are Why are we? Why Why is the Republican Party endorsing this? Why are they helping them?
1: You know, I would say that people aren't aware of what's in the bill. They're not aware of what's in the bill. They need to read the bill. Mm -hmm. This bill is 15 pages full of gobbledygook legal jargon. You, people who are listening to Abe's podcast, need to call your representatives, call your senators, and say, this is wrong. They're taking our rights away. Mm -hmm. I don't think they know what's in the bill. Mm -hmm. They're told by some people in leadership Really, frankly, it's the insurance industry who is behind this bill. And they're told, hey, this is a good bill. They haven't read it yet. I would gamble. I would promise you the vast majority of Republicans think this is wrong because they're taking our rights away. Mm-hmm. And it takes us, the people, to say, everybody, wake up. This is wrong. There are thousands of bills filed with thousands upon thousands of words and pages and letters, and they're so busy it takes us to ring the alarm that they are coming. the red coats are coming for your rights mm-hmm. and who's going to stand up on the wall and defend these rights today? I am proud to stand on the wall with you, Abe, and we every one of you out there to stand on the wall with us and defend these rights today.
0: Awesome. Now you mentioned there was another there was another uh, bad part of the bill. I kind of my ADD kicked in. Yeah. there's a bad part of the bill. What was the second bad part of the bill? Was it fees? Was it that the letter of protection?
1: No, it it's uh, m- caps on medical damages. Caps on medical damages. Let's say your daughter stopped at a red light. She's waiting at a red light. Drunk driver comes along at a hundred miles an hour and rear ends her. She is paralyzed because this drunk driver who rear ended her, who is breaking the law. You want the best care for your daughter, right? I do too. You send her to Mayo. You get the very best medical care. You send her to the Shepherd Center of Atlanta to get the very best medical care. You spend a million dollars because your child deserves the best. And that son of a biscuit eater who ruined her, he should pay for it. Mm -hmm. This law, this law would limit the amount of money you can get from the drunk driver to 140% of Medicaid.
0: Isn't that socialized medicine?
1: That is socialized medicine. That mm-hmm. is government caps on the value of your daughter's medical care, and that is wrong. Mm-hmm. And who's left holding the bag? Remember, State Farm insures this drunk driver, or Progressive, or Allstate, or Geico, or the Gecko, or Flo, or or Jake from State Farm, you name your person, you know them all because we're getting sick of seeing their ads. They spend $9 billion a year on advertising. Mm-hmm. And now they're looking for a handout in Florida. Yeah, wow. This bill would say that State Farm, instead of paying the million dollars that you've paid for, they only have to pay $140,000 or 140% of Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And they get in their shiny shoes with their silk suits and the private jets and fly back up to Chicago and New York with all that money. Mm-hmm. And we in Florida are left holding the bag. You are left holding the bag. Mm-hmm. That's only in the past. In the future, This bill would limit your daughter, what she can collect from that drunk driver, to 140% of Medicaid. That is socialized medicine. That is institutional care. Have you ever been in one of those buildings? You've walked down those halls. You can see the hall. with cinder block line walls and peeling green paint. And you can smell the smell. That's your daughter's future if this bill passes. One hundred and forty percent of Medicaid institutionalized care and state farm is going to leave us holding the bag. It will result in the biggest expansion of Medicaid in the history of the state and all this money from all these premiums we pay that are supposed to protect us here in Florida goes back up to New York and Chicago and their globalist agendas.
0: Why get insurance if the benefits, the protections are not there? It's almost like another form of taxation, right? And I'm not getting taxed by the government this time. It's mandatory that I have insurance to drive. Yet these these are private entities that are getting profits that are making record profits. Right now in Florida, there is a glut. There are too many auto insurance companies. There's a 100. And you said that they spent $9 billion on advertising. Yet you and I see it all the day. They lowball these claims, Where it's somebody's mother, brother, sister, they're injured. And the insurance companies are spending all that money on advertising to get more customers. And instead of doing the right thing, they're going to our government and they're trying to uh, persuade them to pass better, more favorable laws that just take away our rights. It's crazy to me.
1: It's nuts. The insurance industry, and we need to correct a fraud that they are committing in the public courts today, they call it a tort tax, and you've heard of judicial hellhole. Let's speak truth, Abe. What they are done with this quote tort tax? If the, is they have added up every premium they've written, the cost of every employee they have, there's outrageous CEO salaries, the cost of their private jets, and their nine billion with a B advertising budget. Hmm advertising budget and then they've divide it into the number of policies and people in Florida and say, that's a tort tax. Look what these trial lawyers are doing to you. Hmm. That is a fraud. A fraud upon the public. And when you hear tort tax, you think insurance companies stealing my rights. Number two, they talk about judicial hellhole. You've heard this phrase is thrown around quite liberally by these insurance companies. Do you know what judicial hellhole is? The insurance industry, the Chamber of Commerce, the corporate elites have trademarked the term. Wow, They've spent the time and the money to trademark it so they can slap that label on anything they want and Hmm. get anything what they want to try to scare you to give up your rights. Benjamin Franklin said, those who would sacrifice liberty for safety will have neither. And they're trying to scare us with these fraudulent labels of judicial hellhole, which means nothing. Look behind the curtain. There is no Oz behind the curtain. This judicial hellhole has no data, no foundation. In fact, it's just what means what they want it to mean. Very important. Newsmax last week came out with a study, and Newsmax listed Florida as one of the top 10 states for small businesses to come to. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait a second, big global insurance companies. I thought we were a judicial hellhole with your fraudulent labels. Mm -hmm. Let's speak truth to people. Let's speak truth to the public. Let's speak truth to the politicians that we elected to represent us and defend our rights. And we're calling on everyone to do that.
0: Yeah. And uh, talking about statistics, is it true that one percent of all litigated cases in Florida are personal injury related? Just one percent is part of that judicial hellhole?
1: Uh, well, the fraudulent label, yes, 1% of litigation is personal injury. Yeah. 77% of lawsuits in Florida are businesses suing businesses. Hmm. And uh, P.S., another part of this bill, they want to cut your statute of limitations to bring a negligence case from four years to two years. Mm-hmm. They want to cut in half your opportunity to hold people accountable and responsible when they've harmed you or your family. The insurance industry is coming for your rights. Businesses get five years to sue each other. How come they get five years but you, Joe the plumber, Sally the mill worker, they want to change it from four to two because they want to take your rights away and they want to take the money and head back to New York and Chicago and they're laughing all the way to the bank while while we are left holding the bag.
0: Wow! So, who can viewers of this podcast contact? What should they do? Who should they contact? What's the next step? If you could, if you could let our viewers know.
1: Number one. Go on the Internet and find out who your legislator is, who your senator is. If you don't have the Internet, go to the post office. They'll be posted there. Your state legislators and state senators and tell them, don't let them take our rights away. Big insurance is coming for our rights. Say no. Stand up for the Constitution. Stand up for the people against the rich and the powerful, against the corporate elites. That is what you can do. Ring the alarms. Ring the alarms and stand on the wall with us and defend our rights today.
0: Cool. Once they take our rights, they're gone. You're
1: not getting them back, pal.
0: Right. Right. So we have to make a stand now before it happens too late. So thank you for being on our podcast. I know you got a really busy day spreading the message. Thank you for coming here. We're going to post links to your contact information, the FJA contact information. I've got a change.org link that we're going to post as well for people to sign a petition. We've got uh, 1,500 people in a week. Um, And so Mm -hmm. we're going to help spread the message. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you.
1: God bless you. Thank Thank you. you.